Hey, welcome to I Saw That Movie. Oh. <laughs> welcome to I Just Hit Puberty. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Whoa. <laughs> it's at the. It's right at the end there. That's when it gets weird. Welcome to I Saw That Movie. I'm CB and this is Mark. Hello. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. Who's, who's freezing Hello. up now? Hello. Uh, I used to work in a video store and he lives in one. He's going to... We're gonna talk about a movie today that he just watched, and I have no idea what movie we're talking about. What's going on, dude? What you got? Oh. Hopefully, my voice will stay. Just having a stretch. Yep, felt sounded like it. CB's voice is tore up, toe up from the flow up because he's been <laughs> screaming at children all weekend. <laughs> screaming curses. Sometimes you have to curse at the kids. He was he. It's the only thing they understand. Unleashed a curse upon them. No, I don't curse at them. Why not? I, I you kids, know, kids. We're in, we're in Seattle, so I could just stare at them and it freaks <laughs> them out. <laughs> kids need to be cursed at more. I feel I was cursed at as a child. Oh, I, you know, I heard all kinds of curses when I was a kid. Yeah, well, you grew up in New Orleans, so there were different kinds of curses, voodoo curses. Right, right, right. Everyone was. We a, call them a root. Put a root on somebody. Ooh. Yeah. A what? Yeah. What? A root. A root. A root. A root. A root? You gave him the Malloy? Exactly. The it's old a, Malloy? It's <laughs> the evil eye? It sounds really frightening over there. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, stay away. Anyway. Oh, we're going to talk about a movie, what huh? Mo- what movie are we talking about? Okay. This is one that I had never watched. People love this movie. It's become some kind of classic, and I don't understand why now that I've watched it. Uh, a little movie called Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. I can't believe we're going to watch Dirty. We're going to talk about Dirty Dancing. Dirt Ball Dancing. Oh, it had Pat, Patrick Swayze in it. Swayze. God rest his soul. R.I.P. Jennifer Grey. She was the woman in it. Well, she wasn't even a woman. She was a, she was a high girl. school girl. All uh, right. Well, she was getting ready to go to college, I guess. She was 17. And was Pat, she? Was she really? That was that was her given age on Wikipedia. <laughs> and if it's on Wikipedia, it's got to be true. And Patrick Swayze was forty-five. The no, whole thing he was forty-five. He was forty-five. His character was forty-five in the movie, and she was seventeen. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jerry Orbach, one of my favorites. R.I.P. He was her dad. Oh yeah, yeah. He played the detective. He I didn't. Was, uh, I didn't know what his name was, but I I had seen his bushy eyebrows and other things. Other things. Yeah. He's dead. He's Lenny Briscoe on uh, Law and Order. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. He's dead. Yeah, man. He passed a, a little while ago. Huh. Well, rest in peace, pal. Two thousand four. Dad. A little uh, while ago. That was fucking <laughs> twelve, thirteen years ago. The years. I don't know. They they they, they fall like that. water. Whatever that means. Oh, so dirty dancing. Dirt, oh. Dirty dancing. Let's go in. Oh. It's been a, it's been a it's been a minute. I've heard that song more recently than... Which one? Oh, I thought you might have meant the the one Patrick Swayze song that's in the movie. Wind Beneath My Wings? <laughs> that's a Bette Midler song. No. Who's, who sings that? Wind Beneath My Wings? Is that Bette Midler? <laughs> Is Bette Midler an actress? What am I talking about? Is Bette about? Midler in this movie? No. Let's talk about this movie. Hold on. I think I'm thinking, what am I thinking of with Bette Midler? She didn't sing Wind Beneath My Wings. I don't know why you're bringing up Bette Midler right now. (sighs) She was in Beaches, and that was when that song was in, right? But I've never seen Beaches. What the fuck are we talking about? Or have you? (laughs) (laughs) Why are we talking about this? We're supposed to be talking about Dirty Dancing. All right. The opening credits roll and Be My Little Baby, that plays. Setting up the whole year. Setting up the scenario. And we have slow-mo shots of people grinding on each other because, you know, dirty dancing, of course. It's the summer of 1963, which Be My Baby, which is playing on the radio in the car that they're in, came out in August of 1963. So I hope for historical accuracy, (laughs) this movie takes place in August. Otherwise, this is complete bullshit. Anyway, Baby, (laughs) played by Jennifer Grey. That's her name. Baby and her Richie family, they're off on an adventure. They're going to some fun-filled <laughs> summer camping resort. 
so right at the beginning, there's a voiceover. Ugh, and you know how I feel about voiceover. <laughs> you love them? Question mark. Like, if a movie's based on a book and there's voiceover, I feel like, you know, fine, because they're kind of telling the story from the book. But any other time, I'm like, that's just shitty filmmaking. <laughs> like, lazy, lazy filmmaking. Like, just show me a scene sure, that, that sure. explains... Show me a fucking newspaper that sure says 1963 on it, and I'm fine. Show sure don't tell. Yeah. Right. Show don't tell. In voiceover, Jennifer Grey, she says, this was the summer that everyone called me baby, and it never occurred to me to mind. Okay. She never questioned why anyone had started calling her baby just for this one summer. Everyone called her baby. Like, if I just gave you a nickname, like, if I was like, hey, Shubop. And everybody was like, everyone just they just caught was just on. Like, all right, I guess we're calling CB Shubop now. You would never be like, hey man, why did why are you guys calling me Shubop? That's not my name. No, it just it just stuck. Yeah, just yeah. But just for a summer, just for this. <sighs> uh, Don't call me that. All right, Shubop. So she's sitting in the back seat. Jennifer Grey, and she's reading a book, and her older sister is sitting next to her, and she's looking in a mirror doing her hair, just to hit you over the head with what kind of personality types we're dealing with. I should also mention that neither the sister nor Jennifer Grey look anything like the two parents <laughs> that are playing their parents. You know, like, yeah, just put anybody. They don't need to have any kind of resemblance. Who cares? Maybe the dad and the sister had the same eyebrow type maybe the sister's uh she's got dark hair and bushy eyebrows right she looks like jerry orbach yes uh and then baby is jennifer gray you know you know what jennifer gray looks like anyway so there's another chunk of voiceover and she's like this was before the beatles and the kennedy assassination so what (laughs) it's a time of innocence Oh, uh, is that what it was? Before the Trump. I'm sorry, before the, uh, oh, my bad, Kennedy assassination. And it was a time of innocence before those Beatles came over. Crazy Beatles. With their British invasion. With their fucking bowl haircuts <laughs> before they came over and, yeah, 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 you know, whatever, whatever songs they played. And in the voiceover, she also says that she wants to, she's going to join the Peace Corps and she says something about, this was the summer that I didn't think that I would ever love a boy more than I love my dad. And then there's a shot of her, like, in, leaning forward and putting her arms around her dad in the front seat. She's becoming a, a woman. Hey, I love you, Dad. Yep. I bet she scratches his back for him. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, that is an inappropriate story. <laughs> I am not going to tell that story. <laughs> Please don't. That's that is, That's that'll remain inside. a mystery to like everyone, but... My apologies. But, Let's move on. But like ten, maybe 10 people on Earth know that story. <laughs> that gross story. Anyway, they arrive at the camp. Prissy Sissy gets out of the car, and she's uh, upset because she didn't bring enough shoes to impress some boys that are there. You should have brought more shoes, she says, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the dad and, and baby make fun of her for being superficial. So then we get our first taste of the camp director, Wayne Knight Newman, Newman Dennis Nedry. And throughout the movie, he pops up once in a while, uh, says something stupid, and then laughs at himself. And it's nice. It's nice to see. Dennis Nedry, Newman, Wayne Knight, just pop up once in a just while. Just doing his thing. And just, <laughs> just laying it out there. Yeah, he's speaking into a bullhorn, and he makes some crack about, don't be having sex, bah! you know, it's the 60s, so. Newman being Newman. It's very blue, blue humor, right? <laughs> is that is that a... Th- yeah, it's blue humor. It's blue. Going, it, going blue. Did I make that up? Like I thought Bette Midler sang Wind Beneath My... I think she did. I think she looked it up. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. So Dad and the guy who owns the resort, fellow by the name of Max Kellerman, they're old pals. Dad is a doctor, apparently, and he saved Kellerman's life at some point. And they have a little conversation about it. 
because they, they need to get the story out about Dad being a doctor because it's going to come into play later in the movie. Kellerman, he suggests that the family go take a dance class that's happening in like two minutes. They just pulled up. <laughs> They're just getting their bags out of the car. And he's like, there's a woman over there. She's giving a dance class. She's a former rocket. She's a former rocket. You gotta take this dance class. You're gonna be here for three weeks. There's all kinds of dance classes, but you gotta get into this one right now. And the family, they're like, fuck it, let's go. Like, <laughs> time to get right into some fucking activities. Like, let's just get it going. And we get our first dance scene. Here we are. We're gonna we're gonna have many a dance. Did you watch this with uh, with your wife? I did. That's that's good. I watched it once with her, and then I watched it a second time. And you watched it again? <laughs> I watched it twice so I can take notes the second time. <laughs> oh. All right, this just in. Wind Beneath My Wings, Bette uh-huh. Midler, Beaches. And she sang it? She sang it. Okay, see, I was right. Uh, Why did She's you... Like the Wind, Yeah. Swayze. Yeah. She's like the wind. How's it Much, Much better song. We'll get into that later. So the woman who used to be a rocket, she leads a bunch of idiots who are just stepping side to side. And baby, this fucking idiot baby, this klutz, she can't even step side to side. She keeps stepping on people's feet. Hilarious. Baby doesn't know how to dance. Baby can't dance. So later, baby, she goes snooping around. She overhears Kellerman talking to his staff. And his staff of, of waiters, they're like prospective Yale and Harvard students that for some reason are waiters at this camp during the summer. Well, they got to uh, put their time in. Like, they send them to camp and earn some money during summer before they go off to their is that, Ivy League colleges. Is that really what happens? I think that's what used to happen. <laughs> All right. Great. So the, the person who wrote this terrible piece of shit did a little research, I guess. They didn't do research into how to write dialogue well, but they did sure, sure. research. This movie's about the dancing. So Kellerman, he tells the staff, the staff of prospective Ivy League college students to show the daughters a good time, even the dogs. Good stuff. Even the dogs, he says. Which, yeah, different time. Yeah, inappropriate. And then, and then here comes... I like that you say... Whenever there's something inappropriate, you say inappropriate. <laughs> so <laughs> here comes Patrick Swayze. He walks in. Swayze is in. He's wearing like a child sized t shirt. He's rocking a pompadour. Got the shades on. Looking good. Fucking Looking good. toothpick in his mouth like Razor Ramon, I guess. I might have made that up. And he walks around and he makes some smart ass comment. You know, at Kellerman and Kellerman, who apparently Kellerman hates what he calls the entertainment staff, right? Which is like the dance, the dance people. He apparently hates them, but keeps them employed at his place. Well, it's like an upstairs, downstairs kind of thing. Like they're the like the entertainment. Like mm-hmm. they're obviously talented, and then you have the like the upper crust who have to are put to work. Yeah. before they go to Ivy League College. Yeah, so. it's it's a very class, class warfare. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm not making this up, I swear. Anyway, he calls it, he says, you know, he very bitterly, entertainment staff, and he tells Patrick Swayze and his team of friends that are there, they teach dancing, they don't teach fucking. And then Kellerman just storms off. Bleh. I guess there's a big dance demand. It's the 60s. Right. So. Right. Well, they're, they're, yeah. They don't that was have, a big thing. Like they don't dancing. have a. They don't have a Game Boy. They don't have a PlayStation Two. Right. No Coleco Vision. There's no Coleco Vision or Intellivision to to be playing upon. Uh, dancing is the dancing is all you all you can do. And Kellerman hates it anyway. At dinner, we meet Robbie Gould. He's a Yale med student that's doubling as a waiter. And he's a fucking creep. Is his too. name Robbie Gold? Robbie Gold, like the kicker from the Bears. <laughs> Robbie Gold. I don't know. I only pay attention to the the players on the teams that I root for. Okay. Because I don't have to, I don't have time. Robbie. To, Robbie Gold. To learn about players on other teams. So Robbie Gould wants to fuck baby's sister or something, and Kellerman's grandson Neil he wants to fuck baby. I guess is what's established at dinner. Uh, these two young ladies are having dinner, and these two men walk up, and 
like right in front of the parents, and the parents are like, they're rich, so fuck them, I guess. Have a good time. Do some dirty dancing. You know, it's kind of a meetup thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Coupling up girls. Set your daughter up with a Richie and blah, blah, blah. So after dinner, we get some dancing. Because it is dirty dancing. It is dirty dancing. We got to have some dancing. And uh, Baby is dancing with Neil, the grandson. And she's talking again about going into the Peace Corps. (laughs) So that voiceover where she says... I'm going. I want to go into the Peace Corps. Not needed. Unnecessary because she says it right here in this fucking scene, and they say it about a hundred fucking times throughout the dad talk. Oh, baby's gonna change the world. She's gonna go into the Peace Corps. I tell you, hurrah! Somebody pluck these bushy eyebrows. Why don't you? <sighs> mm-hmm. Then. At, while they're dancing and baby's talking about being in the Peace Corps, there's the, the band leader. Uh, and Kellerman, they do this tap dance routine, but they're both very old, and it's like it's in fucking slow motion, you know? Maybe if you speed the scene up, it'd be impressive, but it's just like, click, 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 click. Click. <laughs> so, uh, Shitty. It's shitty. It's a <laughs> shitty tap dance routine. Uh, <laughs> Took all the magic out of the tap dancing routine. Huh? Yeah. Tap dancing, man. If you're going to tap dance, you got to be like... It's got to be fast. Yeah. It's, 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 gotta better, be crazy. it's better if it's fast. Stomping. You're stomping. You're stomping. You're stomping, you're stomping, you're stomping. <laughs> anyway, Patrick Swayze and the Rockette lady, they show up, and they just dance the shit out of the mambo. They just fucking... He's kill got it, her. They kill it. He's yeah. got her leg up on his shoulder. He's dragging her around, yeah. throwing her all over the fucking place. Neil tells Baby uh, that he hates the dance people. <laughs> As well, it's the dance people. My grandfather hates them, and I hate them too. So these two fools, Patrick Swayze and Rockette Lady, they dance like maniacs while Baby just stares at Patrick Swayze. Oh, oh look at those tight jeans. Johnny Castle. What's his name? Johnny Castle. Johnny Castle. Yep. <laughs> so she's staring at Patrick Swayze very longingly. Then it cuts to a scene of her getting sawed in half by a magician. Just, that's next. Transition. And then right immediately after that is a scene where Newman, Dennis Nedry, hands her a live chicken as a prize. Here's your chicken. (laughs) This is in a montage, right? It's just two, like, very short. It's not really a montage. It's just, like... Two quick here's, scenes. Here's she gets cut in half by a magician, and then Dennis Nedry hands her a chicken. <laughs> Why? I I don't know. So on her way home, way back to her cabin, baby runs into Patrick Swayze's cousin, and <laughs> she helps him carry some watermelons to the staff quarters. I <laughs> I'm not making up. He's got three giant I, I, watermelons <laughs> in his hands. And he's, I don't know how to carry watermelons. And she takes one. And is like, I'll help you carry. he's fine. I'll carry a watermelon with you. So they're going back to the. And they're going to go up to the staff. Right. The dirty dance staff. The entertainment. The entertainment people. So she gets up into where the dance staff is hanging out. And boy, there is some dirty dancing going on. Some, this, is, this is where the dirty dancing. This is this is where they do the dirty. Dirty, dirty dancing. There's, there's rubbing and touching, and there's butt grabbing, and there's crotches just a thrusting, just thrusting them crotches, just hot stuff, hot stuff. And and baby's walking through the crowd, and she seems very frightened, clutching her watermelon, but she delivers. She delivers the watermelon nonetheless, even though she's frightened by all the thrusting and rubbing and butts. Then Patrick Swayze comes in <laughs> in his tiny shirt and tiny pants. In his and toothpick. With his toothpick and pompadour, and he's got the rocket on his arm and more dancing. They More dancing they ensues. And more dancing, more sweating. Everybody's sweating. They probably just, like, they part the room so that he can, like... Yeah, everybody be. just kind of, like, is standing around, and they're all fucking going nuts. And uh, Baby looks on, and she is... There's a waterfall. <laughs> Downstairs, if you get my drift. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus Christ. 
oh no she inappropriate inappropriate highly inappropriate Ugh. she uh she becomes infatuated yeah. with Mr. Johnny Johnny Castle. Immediately. She sees him earlier in the night and is like, Ugh. and then she sees him fucking dirty dancing it up. Stops in her like, tracks. Yow. Zowie. Look at what it's done over here. And so Patrick Swayze, after he's had enough of the dance, he comes over and he's like, what's what's she doing here about baby? Right, because she's cousin? not supposed to be there. And, <laughs> and she looks up at him and goes, I carried a watermelon in a very forced gumpy <laughs> right, right. I carried a watermelon, and Patrick Swayze li- literally looks at her like she has, like she's missing a chromosome, <laughs> <laughs> and goes right back to dancing, and then more fucking dancing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. I carried a watermelon. Five more minutes of dancing. He is. A, it is about dancing. Yeah, and then uh, this is a, a scene—the scene where the room splits and they do the the thing where people walk down the middle and they dance down the middle while people oh, are on either uh, yeah, side. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. They do like, like they, a dance line. Yeah, yeah, dance line. That's what it's called. I used to see it on like the grind on MTV. The grind, Soul Train. I remember the grind? I with, do. With Eric Nice. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else remembers. Real world. <laughs> I'm old. Sorry. Eric Nees was a reality television star that, that, or star that then got his own dance show. Yeah. For anyone. Patrick Swayze-esque. For anyone under 35. <laughs> oh, man, that's listening to this. <laughs> oh, so uh, Patrick Swayze and the, the Rocket, they walk down the middle and everybody cheers them on. And then when he gets to the end, he he creepily walks over to Baby and he gives her the old, like, come here finger like the wave at somebody with one finger come on over here young lady oh and be and and uh baby walks over and uh he gives her an impromptu dirty dancing lesson but basically all he does is dry hump this 17 year old girl on the dance floor and she picks it up pretty quickly for someone who is just stepping on people's feet Walking back and forth. Yeah, they set up that she she's not a very she, good dancer. Yeah, and then immediately she just starts kind of grooving on it, and then <laughs> so uh, the song ends. Patrick Swayze spins her and just kind of spins her away and just walks away, like he might drops a human being. <laughs> and she just like is kind of still dancing, and then just looks around like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Gone." He's gone. He, he ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Classic, classic scene. Fade out. So the next scene, it's morning. Baby and her sister and a bunch of other women are sitting at a table trying on wigs. 1960s, I guess that's something you do. (laughs) And a creep waiter, he comes up and hits on baby's sister. And then Patrick Swayze shows up to talk to the Rockette woman, who, her name is Penny. And for some reason, Penny... Not only is a dance instructor, but she's also some kind of wig instructor because she's the one doling out wigs. Double threat. <laughs> so, baby, after uh, Patrick Swayze walks away, you know, and they're packing up the wigs, baby tells Penny that she thinks she's a great dancer. Like, I really think you're a great dancer. And Penny starts slamming wigs in the fucking box. And she says, My mother kicked me out when I was 16, and I've been dancing ever since. It's the only thing I ever wanted to do. (laughs) I'm like, Jeez, lady. She just said that she admired your dancing, and this is is what happens. (laughs) And then she just grabs the fucking... Snatches the wig. Yeah, she snatches the wig, and she grabs it and fucking takes off with her casket full of wigs (laughs) and then it's nighttime again we get this very short daytime and then off to the night but is there any dancing there wasn't any dancing in that scene there was patrick swayze in tiny t-shirts but there was no dancing so now it's nighttime and now we get more dancing patrick swayze is out on the dance floor and he's dancing with a woman who's probably in her like early 50s and the mac max and the dad are looking on and Max starts telling dad about the woman that's out there. And he's like, oh, her husband, she stays all week, but her husband only comes on the weekends. Mm, You get what I'm I'm saying? She fucks everybody. 
mm, you get me? You know, extracurricular activities, inappropriate conversation, inappropriate, <laughs> inappropriate. And then Neil walks walks over to Patrick Swayze and gives him shit because Penny isn't there. People have been asking for Penny. Where's Penny, Patrick Swayze? This little fucking Richie nerd goes up and gives Patrick Swayze shit. Fuck you, Richie nerd. How dare him? Yeah. Fucking Patrick Swayze's a goddamn national treasure, you piece of shit. Then Neil goes over to Baby, and he's like, Hey, doll, why don't we get out of here? And she doesn't fucking slap him across the fucking face, because 1960s. So Neil and her take off, and then they see Creep Waiter coming out of the woods. (laughs) Yeah, Creep Waiter, Robbie Gould. (laughs) <laughs> sees creep waiter and baby sister coming out of the woods and they're arguing about something and neil looks at baby and says uh something like i'm sorry you had to see that and then this is a direct quote he says sometimes in life you see things that you don't want to see that's, that's good stuff though oh my god that's dialogue folks Come on, dude. I mean, it's, what what the fuck does that mean? This movie's about dancing. <laughs> What's it's, a, not about this, it's not about dialogue. Stop defending fucking Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck does that mean? Sometimes in life you see things you don't want to see. Yeah, no shit, man. What do you think? You're fucking goddamn Confucius over here? <laughs> you fucking little idiot. I really hate Just this character. Dropping philosophy bombs, Yeah, dude. anyway. They go to the kitchen because Neil's going to get them some dessert and baby sees Penny sitting on the floor in there and Penny's crying and like shaking violently and she just, she looks like she's going through withdrawal. So I immediately think when I saw her, I was like, oh, she's a fucking dopehead. But we find out that Penny got pregnant by Creep Waiter and then we find out uh, that Penny needs $200 to get an abortion. And this is the dark part of the movie. There's <laughs> no making jokes. I remember thinking that Swayze and Penny were like together. Yeah, the right? whole like the way that That's they act. Like, yeah, but yeah. they're really just best friends. They're just besties. You know? And then she's like, "Oh, with Creep, dude." Yeah, and I'm in like, the woods. And I'm like, right? why did why did she sleep with Creep, dude, and instead of sleeping with Patrick Swayze? Because he's He's fucking Patrick Swayze. He's Swayze, yeah, mean, like, yeah. And they're dirty. On. And they're dirty dancing. And they're together. dirty dancing. You know that they're doing this dirty dancing, and Patrick Swayze's leaving little preemie dots in his underpants. Inappropriate. <laughs> you know, they're all dirty dancing and leaving little dots in their underpants. That's a fact. Those pants are really—they're cut really tight. Yeah, he's—he's he's about to tear loose down there. You know what I mean? Different movie. Oh, so the next day, baby goes to her dad, and she's like, I need $200. And the dad's like, why? And she's like, I'm not going to tell you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how, you know, my I come from a middle-class family. I don't know how rich families do So you're do saying if you, ask, if, if you ask Jimmy. Yeah, for $200. Papa, Papa Jimmy for 200 If you said, give me $200, Jimmy. Uh, and he was like, what for? And I was like, no. He's like, no. He would... uh throw me down a flight of stairs <laughs> no he wouldn't he would just be like get the hell out of here <laughs> well if i said can i have two hundred dollars he would immediately he wouldn't even ask me what it was for he'd be like get the hell out of here i'm not giving you two hundred dollars <laughs> wouldn't even care what it was for he'd be like no he'd be like get a fucking job <laughs> different time here yeah so she goes out on the golf course asks her dad for two hundred dollars and then it's nighttime again and uh, baby's back at the dirty dancing shack hanging out and she gives so she's fully in at this point she's all uh, yeah i you know like it doesn't seem like they're very object they're not really objecting to her being around anymore they're kind of an open like just come hang out and dance not really smoke cigarettes cuz they cuz the cuz Kellerman says we'll fire you if you fraternize oh, fraternize with right, the guests right 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 so baby being there is kind of it's on the down Taboo. Taboo. <sighs> and uh, so baby comes up to Penny and she says, I got you the $200. And Penny's stoked, but <laughs> Patrick Swayze is not happy. And he goes, it takes a real saint to ask daddy. 
Like just intense Swayze. He gets intense mad. He Swayze gets mad, is, is, like, is rather intense. He gets mad at like the drop of a hat. Yeah. Just like he's a roller coaster in this movie. Roller coaster of emotion. So then Penny says, I can't take this money because the only day that she can get the abortion, her and Patrick Swayze have a dance gig at another resort. And if she doesn't show up, they'll get fired. They'll all get fired. They'll yeah. lose the job. Yeah. So Baby makes a suggestion, hey, why don't you just have somebody fill in? And Patrick Swayze is like, you want to do it? Like, being a fucking smartass. Boom. To Baby. And for some reason, Patrick Swayze's cousin, who's standing there, Penny, the Rocket, they both think that this is a great idea. That this 17-year-old girl with no dance experience whatsoever. Two left feet. This former Rocket says... Do it, Johnny. You can lead anyone. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. teach anyone. That's God it. damn it. Johnny, damn it. Johnny? Johnny, damn it, damn it, Johnny. Johnny? Don't you know it, Johnny, damn it. Do it, damn it, Johnny, damn it. So here's your $200 for your abortion. Now you got to dance for me. <laughs> for Christ's sake. Teach teach Jennifer Gray. How to dance. Young Jenny Gray how to dance. Yeah. So then there's like at least a half hour kind of montage thing. Different of, dancing. Of Patrick Swayze teaching Baby how to dance. And like she's dancing kind of on a bridge a little bit. And then like she gets better and better at dancing on the bridge. And then she's fucking going nuts on the bridge. You know. They dance in the water. They dance. <laughs> so yeah, they go out to the woods and they dance on a log over a stream. Yep. A la Goonies. Sure. You know? Sure. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll accept that. And Data shows up and he greases the log with his slick shoes and they both fall off for Telly. He sets uh, booby traps. <laughs> yes. He has a boxing glove inside his jacket. His jacket. Yeah, it's a booby trap. And it and somebody you grab his jacket and he opens it and the the boxing glove pops out and punches you. Totally could work. So they go all in <sighs> dancing montage. Yeah, they're dancing montage and then uh there's this the move, the lift. <clears throat> They got to go practice the lift. They got to get that. That's the move. So they're out in a field. <laughs> they're in long grass. Long grass field. Tall grass. Don't go in the long grass! That's from Lost World Jurassic Park 2. Nobody told them that there were velociraptors in the long in grass. The long grass yes. And they both get eaten, and the movie's over. Great movie. Don't go in the long grass! So then they can't seem to get the lift right, right. In, in the long grass. I'm not going to do it again. And I really want to do it again. No, do it. <laughs> oh, and so they instead go to a lake because it's easier to do things in water. Sure. I don't know. Not really. Lifting a human being just, who's soaking fucking wet out of water is I, easier. I think it's just a reason for Swayze to take off his shirt. Yeah, ultimately. and to put Jennifer Grey in a white wet t-shirt with no bra on underneath. Yeah. Inappropriate. Super inappropriate. <laughs> She's 17. She's actually 27 years old in this movie, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> oh. So, and, uh, oh, and through all this, uh, they start falling in love, I guess, you know, is the whole point of it. So then there's this really out of place scene where Baby and Penny help this old woman pick up her bag that she dropped, and the bag is full of, like, wallets, <laughs> which, like, you... As a human being with eyeballs, notice this right away. Like, there's a bunch of wallets in that woman's bag. But Baby and Penny, they just shove the wallets back in and give the woman her bag. And the old woman's husband comes out and is like, thanks for giving us the bag back. And, like, then they just move back into Dirty Dancing. And you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that scene about? Is it some kind of foreshadowing? I bet that scene has something to do with something that happens later because it's so goddamn out of place because the person who wrote this doesn't know how to fucking write a movie. That's writing, man. <laughs> That's writing, dude. Filmmaking. Oh, God. So Baby and Patrick Swayze, they go off to this other resort to do the dance while Johnny's cousin Billy takes Penny to get the abortion. And they do the dance at the resort. They do everything but the but the lift, but people are very happy regardless. They applaud. And then the old the old woman with the wallets and her husband actually come in and baby's like, "Oh god, we're going to get caught." But they don't get caught. So we get two consecutive scenes with these old people 
the old wallet people. And you're like, okay, now I know that there's something that's going to happen with the old wallet people later because they've been... They weren't in the first fucking 45 minutes of this movie, but now they're all fucking over it. They're coming They're coming into play. Yeah. yeah. So they get, you know, applause, whatever, and they go back to Kellerman's, and they find out that the so-called doctor that Billy had taken Penny to go see was actually just a guy with, like, a rusty knife and a folding table. Because this is before abortion before was, it was legal. Was legal. Yeah. And this is what people had to do. And this is what Mike Pence wants for America. <laughs> so, just think we're gonna, about... We're going to really date ourselves here if the world's not totally destroyed. Think about that. This comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, baby, uh, she goes and gets her dad because he's a doctor, remember? That was established at the beginning of the movie. Right, because she's all fucked up, right? He's a doctor, yeah, she's all fucked up. And for some reason, dad on vacation brought his uh, doctor bag Whoa. with him. If you're in that time, if you're you always doctor, have the doctor bag. You always, you always have all it. right. You just keep defending Dirty I, Dancing. I, I, I didn't know I was such a fan. Apparently, <laughs> and the dad comes and he sits down and he asks, "Who's responsible for this woman?" And Patrick Swayze says, "Me." And at that point, the dad thinks that Patrick Swayze is the one that got Penny pregnant, or as they say throughout the entire movie, got her in trouble. Trouble. They say trouble instead of pregnant. Code word. The whole movie. So dad helps out Penny. He goes outside. Patrick Swayze thanks him. And he's just like, won't shake his hand. Blows him off. Piece of garbage. dog. Patrick Swayze. Go buy some t-shirts that fit. And he walks away and baby follows. And he tells baby, I don't want you hanging around that dance gang anymore. A lot like how many... Fathers have told their daughters, I don't want you hanging out with that CB Shama anymore. <laughs> and this is one of the many places where Patrick Swayze and I cross paths. <laughs> yeah, this I, and yeah. this two tight t shirts. Two dudes. <laughs> I don't look nearly as good as he does in a tight t shirt, but you know, toothpicks. Look- <laughs> toothpicks. I'm all about the toothpicks. I'm Yeah, so you have toothpicks and uh, fathers hating you. <laughs> and I'm a really good dancer. That is uh, not true. <laughs> that isn't a thing at all. I've been in could several you, situations. You me, I've cut a rug. I've, I've been in several situations <laughs> where I could have seen you dance and you've never danced. I've never seen you dance. At any event where there's dancing, there's also booze in, and live. you choose booze. <laughs> so... Of course, being forbidden to see this man, baby, goes straight to Patrick Swayze. That just makes him... That just makes him want him. Want him more. So, she goes over to Patrick Swayze's shack. He lives in a fucking shack out in the fucking woods somewhere. (laughs) Like, he's goddamn Jason Voorhees. He lives in a fucking (laughs) lean-to out in the woods. He's like... Yeah. I also murder people in my spare time out here. Um, and she apologizes for her dad being a dick to him. And here's another direct... I have a few direct quotes from the movie. <laughs> because some of the shit they say is just so fucking bad and funny. Patrick Swayze, in response to Jennifer Gray saying, I'm sorry that my dad was mean to you. He says, the reason people treat me like I'm nothing is because I'm nothing. <laughs> Nothing more attractive than a man with low self-esteem and tight t-shirts. Let me tell you. I'm pretty sure at this point he's shirtless. The reason why people treat me like I'm nothing because I'm nothing. Even better. Now check out these pecs. Bing, 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 bing. And a whole lot of makeup. He wears a lot of makeup in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's, wearing like, he's wearing eyeliner out to like his fucking temple. Oh, So then Patrick Swayze and Baby have this really poorly written conversation about how sad they both are. And it all leads, uh, you know, it's kind of an argumentative, I'm sadder than you conversation. And then Baby says, most of all, I'm scared of walking out of this room and never feeling the rest of my whole life the way that I feel when I'm with you. That's a line. Good stuff, dude. No, it's good. That sentence happened. It's good. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) And then they dance. They, of course they, they dance, do. That's what the they, movie's about. They slowly dance out of their clothes, and then they get down. 
they get down. CB is mimicking. <laughs> he's over there thrusting his crotch and mimicking like some horrifying way he has sex. Inappropriate. <laughs> Oh, and then uh, we cut to breakfast. And it's a bre- it's this breakfast scene that doesn't matter in in the least. And the only thing that it establishes is there is a end of the season talent show coming up. And then Baby goes to visit Penny, and Penny's doing fine. And Patrick Swayze shows up, and him and Baby act really like weird because they had sex and he's 40 and she's 17 and that's that's statutory pal you're going away well in the 60s i don't know what laws existed back then so uh baby leaves and penny lectures patrick swayze about getting mixed up with guests you know what'll happen and having sex with minors. <laughs> she doesn't seem to care about that. She just seems to care about losing her job. Then there's this weird scene outside. Patrick Swayze leaves. Jennifer Grace sitting there. And they have like a short conversation. And Patrick Swayze is just kind of like, I got shit to do. See you later. <laughs> and he walks away. And then Baby calls out to him as he's walking away. Uh, Patrick Swayze. Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, that's his name. And he turns around. And they, they look at each other. And then he kind of smiles, and she smiles, and then he smiles a little more, and then she, like, laughs, and then we cut. And it's like, what? <laughs> what is happening right now? So then we get a scene where a baby is back with her family, and then it cuts immediately to her in bed again with Patrick Swayze. So you think, like, that the scene where they look at each other and they smile and then they smile. You think that would be the immediate cut to her being in bed with Patrick Swayze, but no, there's right. a scene in the middle of it. Where she's of, with her. Where this absolutely pointless scene of her just sitting around with her family and then they're back in bed. Um, well, because she's thinking about him, dude. Oh, that's what the scene's point was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love how much logic you're putting to <laughs> this fucking dance movie. I am Swayze. Come on, dude. <sighs> so... They're laying there in bed, and Baby says to Patrick Swayze, like, how many women have you been with? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Never want to hear the answer to that question. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> Patrick Swayze, he immediately jumps up, and he's like, ah, dude, come on. Don't don't ask me this. Don't, don't ask me this question. And then so here's a huge chunk of dialogue that I typed out. Been working at this, working at this camp for a long time. <laughs> This whole this whole thing that he says is just so fucking insane. He says, you come from the streets, and suddenly you're up here, and these women are, like, throwing themselves at you. And they smell so good, and they take care of themselves. <laughs> they smell so good, and they take care of Did themselves. Did he really say that? Yes. They take care of themselves. This is a direct quote from the movie. And he follows that up with, I mean, I never knew women could be like that, you know? He never knew that women could clean (laughs) is that what he's saying and then he says and they're so rich they're so goddamn rich you you think they must know about everything and and they're slipping room keys in my hand two and three times a day different women and so i think i'm scoring big right they wouldn't be doing this if they didn't love me right or if they didn't care about me right he didn't say love yeah he said care about okay okay right (laughs) and that's the whole thing that's a whole that's bit of whole thing. That's a whole bit of dialogue. He has for terrible you. self-esteem. He has terrible, horrible, awful self-esteem. We have so much in common. <laughs> oh, and so the whole conversation it just leads around to to him having low self-esteem, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> it just goes on and on. And and Jennifer Grey's just kind of looking at him like, "Hey, man, I think like." Yeah, I've been with some women would have worked out <laughs> as a good answer. <laughs> like she's like maybe the Cliff Notes version of this would have been better. I I didn't, we just we just had sex. I didn't know that this I didn't know that having sex with women was like a button for you. Didn't know that that would upset you so much, Patrick Swayze. And then he lies down next to her, and he's like, so what's your real name anyway? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Like they've had sex twice. They've been hanging far, out. They went and did a yeah. dance routine how far together. Yeah, we into this? Like uh, they've known each other for a while. They've known each other for weeks. Right. And he's like, the, I've slept with you twice. They've uh, had laughs. They've had laughs. They've had montages. What's your name? Francis is baby's real name. And Patrick Swayze says, "That's real grown up." <laughs> he doesn't have to be smart. Dude. That's that's real grown up. That's, that's the moral of the story. Uh, he looks good in baby shirts. It doesn't he does. matter. He, I mean, Patrick Swayze, God bless him. Handsome man. R.I.P. Next, baby's sister tells baby uh, that she's going to bang creeper, creep waiter. Creep waiter, really? He gets around. He's Everybody wants a piece of creep waiter. Yeah. And he's Robbie and he's Gould. A, he's, a, he's a rich kid, too, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. richie rich. Yeah, so, yeah. And baby's like, don't have sex with creep waiter, because baby knows that creep waiter knocked up Penny. Penny. You know. So then, then we get to the next day, and there's more fucking dancing, because dirty dancing. And Patrick Swayze's getting real handsy with Baby. Can't keep his hands off of her. And then Neil shows up and almost catches him. Grandson Neil. Almost got him. Yeah. And grandson Neil comes over to Patrick Swayze and says, I want to try something new at the at the end of the season talent show this year. Uh, you know, I want to try a new dance. And Patrick Swayze's got all these ideas. Ah, oh, you know, I got all this stuff. And he starts, like, doing all these little dances. And and, and Neil's like, no, 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 no. I, I want you to do, instead of doing the mambo, I want you to do the pachanga. Not the pachanga. The pachanga instead of the mambo. And Patrick Swayze's like, dude, like, Let's let's be a little more hip, and he's like, "Do the pachanga, or you're fired," which seems kind of like an extreme thing. He just like hits him with it too. He's yeah. just like, "Fuck you, just do what I say." Dude, like he's trying to be cool in front of baby. Like, I'll fire your ass if you don't do the goddamn pachanga. So then, next scene: Patrick Swayze and baby. They're out walking around the grounds, and Patrick Swayze's having a fit because he doesn't want to do the pachanga. He's mad. Yeah. You know? He wants to do something quick, else. Quick fire temper. That's <laughs> he's, he's Johnny. He's, Johnny. He's got two speeds. Normal, slow, dumb, <laughs> and then fired up, ready to murder, ready to put more bodies under the boards of his shack. And he says, uh, baby's like, you know, cool out, dude. And Patrick Swayze looks at her. Here's another direct quote. He looks at her and says, baby, you don't know these people. They're rich and they're mean. <laughs> Great. Uh, Nailed it. And he says, uh, if he doesn't have the job as a dance instructor, he's going to have to start painting houses. And he throws house painters of the world under the bus. Because <laughs> apparently being a dance instructor at some Richie camp is a far more distinguished position than being a house painter. The writer of this movie doesn't think much of those. Isn't a big fan of house painters. paint houses. So then as he's talking about how much he doesn't want to paint houses, baby sees her dad coming out of somewhere and grabs Patrick Swayze and makes him hide. And then Patrick Swayze gets mad because, you know, you're ashamed of me and you're never going to tell your father about our love. Because they're just, they're just in love now. We're in love and you won't tell your father. And then he storms off. <laughs> so the very next scene, it cuts to the very next scene, baby goes over to Penny's. And is like, have you seen Patrick Swayze? And Patrick Swayze is there, of course, hanging out with Penny. And she goes to Patrick Swayze. You know, he comes outside and she's kissing on the back of his neck. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Patrick Swayze. I'm so sorry. And that's it for that fight. They're, they're, they're in love. They're back they're, in love. Yeah. And, you know, she's 17. And apparently Patrick Swayze as a 45-year-old man has the temperament of a 17-year-old. And then uh, as she's kissing on the back of his neck, Creep Waiter comes around the corner and sees him. And he says, that's okay, baby. I went slumming before, too. Oof, in, in reference dude, to, just killing it, dude. <laughs> to getting Penny pregnant. And so Patrick Swayze, he turns up that dial immediately and kicks the fucking Ghost shit yeah. no. out of Robbie Gould Creep Waiter. Kicks the shit out of well, him. Well, he, you know, yeah, he had it coming. And then, oh, yeah, of course. And then Creep Waiter's on the ground, and Patrick Swayze pulls him up and is about to, like, just fucking punch him into next week, into his next lifetime. And Patrick Swayze looks at him and goes, You're not worth it. Lets him go. And Drops lets him. him go. It's like, dude, you've nearly killed him already. So he was worth something. 
for you to kick the ever-living shit out of him. And then he gives baby a hug. And they have a nice hug. And his knuckles are fucking cut to shit. Because he's been punching another human being's face repeatedly. The dude's on the ground and Patrick Swayze is kicking him in the fucking side. He's like, man, you're dirty. Patrick, he's down. <laughs> he hit him with a chair. Found a chair and hit him with that. <laughs> he fucking got a flower pot and dropped it on his head. <laughs> Kitchen sink. And Robbie Gould stood up and the, the, the plant is on top of his head now. And dirt around his face. It turned into a cartoon pretty quickly. So we go to talent show rehearsals. And the older woman guest who Kellerman and Dad were basically calling a whore earlier... She goes to Johnny and propositions him. And Patrick Swayze walks over to the table where her husband's playing cards. And her husband gives Patrick Swayze like a hundred bucks and is like, give her some extra dance lessons. And is basically like, it's insinuated from this man, like, fuck my wife. Right, right, right. You know? like, he's a, <laughs> like he's a gigolo or something. Like, like, just uh, fuck my wife. Just, I don't just care. Take it, yeah. I want to play cards. You go have sex with her. And she's not a bad-looking woman. She's not a good-looking like, woman. She's, she's a good-looking like, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why doesn't this man want to have sex with his she's own a, wife? She's a pretty lady, yeah. Yeah, you know, it doesn't make sense. And, but, you know, Johnny, he's in love now. So he says, no. He throws the money in his face. <laughs> no, he just hands it back. <laughs> he just... <laughs> he's like, I, I don't have time. I'm all booked up. And baby's, like, across the room, like, painting a fucking palm tree. And uh, she's so proud of Johnny. And then... Prissy Sissy walks up and says, oh, I'm going to fuck Creep Waiter tonight, so don't wait up. Next scene, when she goes to have sex with Creep Waiter, she finds him in bed with the older woman who wanted to have sex with, with uh, Swayze. Uh, with Swayze. Wow. Creep Waiter, man. Creep Waiter is just pulling it in, left and right. What is it about Creep Waiter? I don't get it. I don't get it either. So then we, we join Baby... And Patrick Swayze in post-coital bliss, laying in in bed again. And Patrick Swayze tells her that he had a dream that him and uh, her dad were hanging out, and the dad put his arm around Patrick Swayze and gave his approval. He dreamt of Jerry Orbach accepting him into the family. Yeah. This guy, dude, he's got some issues. <laughs> he's a fucking serial killer. He's a murderer. <laughs> so, it's a weird dream, man. He's got all these weird emotions that just fucking boil over. And then he's having dreams about this uh, girl's dad who he just learned the name of but has had sex with multiple times and he's just got no self-esteem and he's just going out to bars and drugging people and bringing them home and cutting them up and that's it oh and then he's a he's a product of the system man (laughs) come on dude i don't think he was ever in jail no like the you know class system oh the class system Class warfare, man. I told you at the beginning of this. I know, I know. So then the older woman, as she's leaving Creepwaiter's place, she sees Baby leaving Patrick Swayze's death shack. And she's like, damn. He doesn't have extra lessons. He just wanted to have sex with someone who was 17. Not me. And she's cross about it. She's not very happy about that. She's not happy. Uh, so the next morning we're at breakfast again because there's only f- like certain there's a f- few activities. It's really, it's really episodic for sure. Like it just cuts <laughs> to the next thing. Right. Hey, all right, let's go to breakfast. Kellerman is standing there and he's telling the family about uh, how some dick got his wallet stolen, and the older woman ding, 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 that banged creep waiter blamed it on Johnny. So, of course, babies, they're like, he doesn't have an alibi for where he was last night. He just said that he was alone in his room, and then baby has to admit. Well, first baby is like, I saw an older woman with a bunch of wallets in her purse earlier. (laughs) And it's like, you saw those wallets too? Because I just thought you didn't see them, but you did see them? And you just ignored that? You're an accessory. Um, and she's like, it was her, check her. And they're like, no, no, we're not going to check an old woman for wallets. She we, could not have stolen those wallets. We, we think it was Johnny. And so she comes clean and is like, I know that it wasn't him because I, I was, was with him. He's I was a, with him. 
Dun, dun, dun. Good for her. Good for her. Yeah, she stands up for him. Um, so <laughs> we cut to a scene. Dad <laughs> sitting out on the porch, looking out at the lake. Sad dad. Sad dad. Sad dad staring off. She scratches his back. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Oh. Oh. So baby comes to talk to him. And she gives him a lecture about how he he only wants people like him to be around baby. Right. And she says, doctors and lawyers or economists. Economists. <laughs> so she's really okay with like Alan Greenspan. She says, you only want economists around me. You know, there's a nice, uh, nice kid. His name's Henry Kissinger. <laughs> Good kid. And she says, if you love me, you have to love all the things about me. It's true. And then she scrunches her face up so small that it goes into, like, the middle of her head and starts crying. And then dad's lip quivers. I'm dead. I got feelings. Sad dad. Looking at this lake. I got a blanket on my legs like I'm FDR. And uh, she darts off like a gazelle. (laughs) She has been dancing, so she's she's just graceful. (laughs) So Johnny then comes and finds Jennifer Grey hanging out in some other shack, some other unestablished shack that has, like, these really shitty homemade, like, bunk beds and all this trash in it, which I believe that is Johnny's other place that he takes. His his crash shack. His his victims. And he tells, Johnny tells Jennifer Grey that she was right. The old woman with all the wallets in her purse was the one that was stealing wallets. And uh, she, this old woman was apparently stealing, her and her husband were stealing wallets all over the goddamn country. They're wanted everywhere for wallet theft. Wanted felons. Wanted felons looking for the wallets, the theft of the wallets. So then uh, he's like, I got fired anyway because I was in an inappropriate relationship with a guest. So I know you tried, but you got me fired anyway. And then they just both start yelling, just in general, about whether or not they can change the world. They just, I don't know if I could change this world. I'm going to be in the Peace Corps, and I'll change the world, Patrick. And they go back and forth, and then the scene ends. And nothing gets really accomplished. <laughs> a fan, Like, you could do a cut of this movie that's like 30 minutes long <laughs> and just get the idea. Because <laughs> there's so much bullshit just thrown in to go with the dancing because the dancing is the important part we've established that's what it's about so then johnny goes off to see dad and dad's still pissed and because dad still thinks that patrick swayze got penny pregnant and then ditched pregnant penny right for for baby and that's what he's thought this entire time and instead of patrick swayze at any point saying i didn't get her pregnant it was creep waiter you know, instead of t- just saying that to this man, because know- he knows why the dad is mad at him. <laughs> but instead of just telling him, he just, like, you know, socks off. He's like, yeah. He's like, meh. And he walks you away. You just don't like people like me, right. sir. And he's like, <laughs> and goes away. So we cut to Johnny and Baby, and they're saying their goodbye. And she's well, she's like the wind is playing in the background. Patrick Swayze. She's like the wind. Is playing in the background. So we have a Patrick Swayze song playing. He's singing while he's delivering dialogue to Baby. Perfect. Oh, and then we just get a couple scenes of Baby like sitting around sad. Patrick Swayze is gone and I miss his tight, tiny t shirts. (sighs) So finally we get to this fucking talent show. You know, at a camp full of adults. They have a talent have a show, talent show yeah. to end the yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, and Dad finally finds out that Creep Waiter uh, it was the one that got Penny pregnant. He goes up to like give the dude a letter of recommendation. And the guy's like, thanks for getting me out of trouble with Penny. These things happen, right? Wink, wink. And the dad's like, man, you're a fucking creep, Creep Waiter. Give me that fucking letter of recommendation right, back. Right. You're a fucking gross dick. Get on, <clears throat> Robbie Gould. Robbie Gould. Oh, and the rest of the regular cast, including Wayne Knight, <laughs> they're up on the stage, they're singing some shitty goodbye song. And Patrick Swayze, he makes his triumphant return. He walks in 
everybody takes a look at him and you're, okay, this is this is the best part of the movie. The part that everyone always talks about, and for good reason, because it's fucking hilarious. He walks over to the table where the family's sitting, and he looks at the dad, and he says it. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> That's right. That's it. That's where he says it. He says it. Nobody puts baby in a corner, and then takes her by the hand. And then go on stage. Leads her up to the stage, and the dad's just sitting there like, what the fuck does that mean? Nobody puts a baby in a co- what? What is happening right now? What, what is this forty-seven-year-old man who's been having an inappropriate relationship? He's thirty years older than my daughter. Why am I at a talent show? Who does he think for he adults? Is? I'm at a talent show for, for adults. For adults at a camp for rich families. Nineteen sixties. Yeah, you know, I just use that excuse for everything. Yep. Patrick Swayze gets up on the stage with Baby, and he gives a speech about dancing, <laughs> first and foremost, and about how Francis, he calls her Francis, has taught him about the kind of person that he wants to be. He's grown up now. He's he's grown. He's grown up. Temper tantrums. He's trying to keep them in check. Trying to keep them in, in check, in yeah. In check. And, uh, and then, God damn it, they dance. They fucking you, dance. You bet your sweet ass they you... dance. You... Better fucking believe that they dance. And I've had the time of my life plays a song that came out in 1987 plays and this movie about the 1960s. It plays. And it's awesome. They even make like a little joke about it. Like the the Kellerman says to the band leader, you got the sheet music for this? And it's like, dude, oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so fucking mad that you're just going to point out how stupid it is that you're playing a song from 1987 <laughs> in a movie set in 1963. God damn it. Uh, it's a great song. And they're dancing real fast. Well, Time of Your Life is not a fast song. It's just a, no, it's not. I time of my life. And they're like fucking going nuts during it. And you think like maybe maybe they're hearing a different song. But then like Patrick Swayze starts like he's, at one point he, to he, he sings yeah. it to her. And yeah. they're like, oh, no, they're listening to this song. So that makes the dancing even stranger. And as they're dancing... The dance gang has all gathered in the back of the room, and they're cheering them on. And then Patrick Swayze, like, backs up. He's on the stage. He backs up, and he jumps off the stage in a slow-motion jump of him, like, yeah, and he's like, off the stage. And he's, like, a good two and a half feet in the air. Yeah, <laughs> and he lands, and he immediately pops up and just starts fucking dancing like a goddamn coked-up maniac. <laughs> and Baby's just standing on the stage, and she's fucking... She's really proud. She's really proud of him. She's super proud, and she's just laughing. Ha, look at Patrick go. He's on so much nose candy. They used to call it medicine back in that time. (laughs) He had some cough medicine. Uh, And then, of course, uh, the whole dance gang, they join him with Patrick Swayze dancing. It's a dance-off, yeah. So they know all the moves. I don't know how. They've been practicing. I guess. In the shack. They're like, we're going to show up at that end-of-the-year talent show, and we're going to dance. Then Patrick Swayze, uh, he looks over at Baby and he says, gives her a little nod, like, "Come on, and we can do this. Yeah. We can do this. I can. We can do this lift." And she she gets off the stage and she rushes at him, and they do the lift. He lifts this seventy-two pound woman <laughs> over his head, and everybody is fucking super stoked to see him do the lift. And Dad, Dad is even like, "Whoa." He lifted up my daughter. <laughs> Did you see her? And the dance gang, they start grabbing up spectators, you know, like, and forcing them to dance. Like, you're going to dance now, fucker. And they got guns, and they're forcing people at gunpoint to dance. Dancing. We're all dancing. We're going to dance now, or you're going to die. And dear old dad, he, he comes to Patrick Swayze, and he says, I was wrong. I was wrong about you. And then he looks at baby, and he says, you looked so wonderful up there dry humping this 59 year old man i loved it and then they won the contest the talent show contest <laughs> and then everyone dances yeah and then pa- baby and patrick swayze have a kiss yep 
Fade out. That's it. I mean, honestly, you can't can't get any better than that. They had the time of their life. <laughs> I want to know what happened with this relationship. You want to know what happened next? I want Dirty Dancing 2, not Havana Nights. Not that shit. I want to know what happened with Baby and the other one. Havana Nights. Fucking Johnny. Baby jo- and Johnny. What sort of venereal disease did Creep Waiter get oh and God. die from? Was the Vietnam War going on at this time? Uh, I have no idea. I think Johnny I'm... went off to Vietnam and was killed. <laughs> oh, man. He was out in Vietnam dancing around. and <laughs> Baby became a, became a nun after he died. Yeah. Peace Corps. Ba- I think Baby just ended up marrying Creep Waiter. She was like, oh, you know what? Waiter just went on to become president. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You know, he had a successful career after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First, he was... Just just, just destroying lives for a summer. Yeah, you know. And then went on to be... Creep Waiter, he... President of the United States. He borrowed uh, some money from his dad to open some casinos. And the casinos were... uh, Went bankrupt. And... He went bankrupt several more times and just kept getting his dad to bail him out. And just declaring bankruptcy. And just kept declaring bankruptcy. And then uh, finally he got a television show where he told people how they were bad at business, but he was the one that went bankrupt several times. And then uh, he made some kind of run at the presidency and somehow fucking won it. Uh, (laughs) And Creep Waiter became president of the United States. What? (laughs) So this guy, uh, Emil Ardellino, is the director. Oh. Yeah. Pretty good stuff here. Give me, give it to me. Uh, he also did uh, Three Men and a Little Lady. Oh. Not not Three Men and a Baby. I watched. But the sequel. I watched. The sequel. I watched both recently. They were like, no, nah, dude. Within you can have the sequel. <laughs> you did it, look who's talking now. <laughs> God damn it. And uh, Sister Act. Those were those are the highlights of uh, this gentleman's career. All right. Well, at least he didn't do Sister Act two. Back in the habit. Is that the, is that the name? <laughs> That's the tag. I, I can't believe you remember that. I don't remember when the Vietnam War happened, but I remember that <laughs> it was Sister Act two. Back in the habit. Ooh, good stuff, man. Yeah. Appreciate that dirty dancing. All right. Johnny Castle. R.I.P. Later.